Thanks for listening in again to the Bohemian's Backyard. Okay, so today's main topic is feminism. And we're going to be talking about some basic concepts, uh, some stuff that's been brought up in media and history, all about feminism. And the very first thing that I want to talk about, because it is heavily misconcepted, uh, is just the just the definition of feminism. Most, pe- most people don't understand that feminism isn't, it's not about boy bashing, it's about wanting equality on both sides. So if you call yourself an equalist, you're basically already a feminist. So kudos to you. Um, it's often frowned upon at where I go to school to call yourself one just because people think it's like too cringy or too outspoken or like coming out of left field. And it's just not something that's really talked about a lot at where I go to school other than the Seneca Falls Convention, Declaration of Sentiments. We'll talk about that later. Sojourner Truth, and that that's like that's it. We don't really talk about any more, any more stuff when it comes to the feminist movements. But I really don't care if people think it's a little odd, just because I know I am strong-willed. I am not the only one who has these views, and I'm willing to share my message with anyone who is willing to listen or try to understand or is trying to understand and that vision that I would like to share is that I just want to be seen as the equal of a man or really anyone else in a workplace in the world and like I just don't want to be told to step down and make room for the better half meaning the patriarchy which is bullcrap because we are all equal. We're all people, so therefore, all equal. Uh, so now that I've given my little spiel on uh, on my vision there, <laughs> we'll call it a vision, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for some history, on March 31st, 1776, the very beginning steps of feminism feminism cannot talk today. Anyway, those steps were taken. Abigail Adams, wife of founding father John Adams, wrote to him a letter to remind him to remember the women in whatever meeting it was going to. He just laughed it off and forgot about it completely. In 1848, at the Seneca Falls Convention, the Declaration of Sentiments was created. But in but 20 years later, in 1869, then women could vote. So it took a while for all the protests and the suffrage movement and with that declaration for everything to come together to get them what they wanted. And for some obvious major, more modern events um, in the 90s, there was this, like in the early 90s, there was a punk rock group called the Riot Girls. And they took on a patriarchy-dominated genre of music, and they implicated a lot of their views into their music and stuff like that. And something else that um that is definitely more modern, like just happened a few years ago, um, Clinton's like Clinton running for president. That was huge. I'm not saying I agree with it. Um. 
like agree with her or disagree with her. I'm just stating that that was a big deal because I told I said from the very beginning that I wasn't going to get into politics just because I don't I don't know enough to talk about it and sound smart. And one of the most powerful movements or events or any of that stuff that has happened recently that is still talked about today is the Me Too movement, the hashtag Me Too movement. And that was against like uh, rape and abuse, assault, all that stuff. And allowing people to feel safer and to come out and share their stories and their growth and to let people know that they're not alone and stuff like that. So I think that was that was a very big deal. Um so some modern feminists that you might not know, they're people who are feminists, these are all very famous people. Beyonce, Emma Watson, Kristen Bell, Prince Harry, Will Smith, Daniel Craig, Mark Ruffalo, like etc. etc. The list goes on and on. I think it's great. I think it's awesome, especially when like if they're in an interview or something and they get a question that's like a little iffy, seems a little sexist, and they come up with the best clapbacks. I think that's the funniest thing ever. And now getting into like more terminology, more um like the stuff that I was gonna say that we were gonna do from the beginning. Uh so like the main thing that people think of when they think of misogyny or misandry is called hostile sexism. This is openly degrading, insulting, and objectifying the opposite gender. But there is so much more than the same old preconceived notions about this topic. There is another kind of sexism called benevolent sexism. This is less obvious and sort of seems like a compliment, even though it couldn't be farther from it. It's rooted in other other genders false sense of superiority for example this is like a very like it's heavily used and I don't agree with it at all so this example says that women should stay home to take care of the kids and cook because they're always so nurturing like I get it the mom has to stay home with like a baby like shortly after it's born when it when it's like a year old like then then stuff changes, obviously. But, I mean, who doesn't want to be called a good cook? But if you really look into it and think about it a little bit more, it's kind of restrictive. Why could you not be able to be good at a job, be an amazing mother, and be, and be a good cook, you know? Like, there's just so much more than, oh, yeah, stay in the kitchen because you're a girl. Like, that makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and this topic can be easily inter intermixed with the last week topic last week's topic being about appearances and whatnot but because I already covered that stuff you can go listen to it again and sort of uh connect the dots but one more thing that has always been a heavily discussed matter in the feminist community is abortion I in the beginning I was thinking about not really mentioning this but I need more t- <laughs> I need time to kill and why not talk about it I talk about random stuff on here I'll, well not okay this is more mainstream than random but I talk about like 
anything and everything. So why not? I'm going to say this right now. So if you're not happy with it, you you can just stop listening to this episode and I totally get it. But I am I'm pro choice. So if you're if you're pro if you're pro life, okay. I respect your um I respect your your view on it. But this this is this is my podcast. So we're going to talk about pro choice. Um I am pro-choice just because I've always felt that because the process is happening to that woman and it's not happening to somebody else, you know? It's like somebody else can't dictate. They shouldn't make choices for you when they aren't going through it, if that makes sense. And I don't agree with all the methods that are like super inhumane and horrible and I'm not going to say them because it just grosses me out saying what they are. So if you want to look them up, be my guest. I'm not going to talk about them on here because they're super gross. Um, but I do believe that like every woman has the right to access the option if that is what she wants because it is her body. And most of the, in most of the states here in America... It is heavily restricted and therefore hard to obtain a procedure. I understand the part where if it's like too late in the process, the trimester, whatever the heck is called. I haven't done health class yet, so do not judge me. Um, like if it's too late and you just have to have the baby and then and then like put it up for adoption, I get it. And if you need to like when you need to like get parental notification, not necessarily consent. I don't agree with the consent part. Notification, yes. Consent, no. Consent, no, because the parents aren't going through it. The daughter is. So I still think that the, that the daughter should have the final say. Um, I really don't know <laughs> where else to go from there. I'm done ranting about this. So for our closers today, I have more suggestions for you guys. Um, for music, the very first album that I would like to recommend is called Viva La Vida or Death and All His Friends by Coldplay. I prefer their older stuff and if you like that album, like just check out all their older stuff. Newer stuff, eh, take it or leave it. Um, but if you really like that album, check out Parachutes. I've also been listening to that one a lot. Uh, another one that I have is called Home of the Strange by Young the Giant. It's another alternative band, and I just love the vibes they put off. There isn't much that I don't like that they put out. When they put out their album Mirror Master, I think it was like 2018, so two years ago, I <laughs> I think I listened to only that album for maybe three weeks. Because when I go into a phase of like a band, I really like, like I get into a phase. Like there's nothing else I will listen to except that band, album, song, whatever. And uh, okay, so the last album I have is War by U2. And I just really like most of the stuff on this particular album. And I think that everyone could find something that they like by this band. Like if you don't find something you like by these guys... I mean, I totally respect your choices and whatever and stuff like that. But I mean, like, how? Because they're just so good. I love them. Um, Okay, for books, 
It's another series. It's the Lockwood and Company series by Jonathan Stroud. I'm currently on the third book right now. I'm going to order the next two books and read those in probably a few days because they're just that good. It's like about uh, um, this problem that happened and now there's like ghosts everywhere and stuff. So, and it's about like competition and what agency's better at finding them and stuff like that. Like, I know it sounds super like something you would read in middle school, but um, it's pretty good. Just take my word for it. Um, for movies, the very first movie out of the two that I would like to suggest this week is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the 2013 version, to be clear. I love the soundtrack on that movie. That is my favorite movie soundtrack, and because it's, like, mostly alternative and, like, not really folk, but indie? Indie? Yeah, I guess you could say indie. And it's, yeah, I just love it. And the last movie that I'm going to uh, recommend for the week, <laughs> it's Mulan. Mulan is my favorite Disney movie of all time. And, I, yeah, it's funny. It's cute. I love it. All of it. And, yeah, so I don't really have anything else for you guys this week. So thank you so much for listening, again, if you even made it this far. Um, and I will talk to you guys again next week.